Rewinding. Rewinding Kaya FM on FM Rewind. Saturdays with Jenny. So Taryn Gill is in the studio and <laughs> with some of, well, some of the products that she is putting out. But darling, won't you sit down and just put the products in front of you? Yeah, fantastic. So nice, um, nice signage and everything. So Taryn Gill, welcome. Thank you, Jenny, for having me. It's been too long. <laughs> it, it's been, it has been a long time. And I was just talking about your, your, you know, your late mother-in-law and uh, just saying that I knew you because of, you know, your mother-in-law. She would have been 85 last month. No, yes. you see, you know, it, it, yes. she would have been, yeah. She was quite the, the legend. I mean, it's perfectly comfortable for me to say Gwen was the legend. She was. I mean, she was, ex- <laughs> she was extraordinary. And she was... A Northamptonshire farmer's daughter. Absolutely. And, you know. who, who kind of broke all the boundaries, kicked out all the glass ceilings. And um, as one of her friends said on Facebook the other day, um, it was almost as if uh, the Sunday Times uh, newsroom was uh, completely led by her energy alone. Well, she was, because <laughs> she was very short. Um, <laughs> short and stout. But my goodness, she climbed through everything. And um, she was, in her time, she was a legend. Absolutely. So, uh, and that was when there were parties every second well every night basically yes. things have changed now my goodness me have things changed I was just saying that to your producer outside that um, I, I haven't been here physically for an interview in what feels like forever mm. it just I seem to live behind a zoom screen and um, yeah I'm, I'm not sure if we'll ever go back to normal I don't I think we have different normals yes but Taryn tell us tell us what led to to this hair empire of yours and we'll, we'll talk about <laughs> some of the products that that you've brought in but but what what led to because you've got quite unruly hair yourself yes no i mean for for me my curly afro has been a signature for me since i was a little girl i was very lucky to have a mother who even though we were brought up in a very conservative colored neighborhood in durban of course back then everything was segregated um we loved the unruly nature of our curls. My mother was a nightclub owner and she didn't give a damn about about what was uh, de rigueur or, or, or considered, um, you know, uh, beautiful. And in those days, of course, uh, straightening your hair, relaxing your hair was par for the course. You were told that your hair was crus or damaged or it needed to be fixed. And that creates generations of trauma, generations of trauma amongst who I now regard as my shoppers. So for me to be able to have worn my hair like this um, since, since the age of 11 or 12, um, I feel very, very blessed to have had my family who encouraged me to do that. So as you know, I spent uh, a good 18 years in the media space, which was how I met Andy and Gwen and the whole Gill tribe. And my my time in media just felt like everything I'd learned, everything I had seen and physically acquired in terms of skill set had kind of led me to this business. It felt like I'd come home. It was. Did you feel that there was a gap in the market? And, and do you exactly. think... Okay, now just explain exactly. that to, to, to me. I mean, you can imagine I, 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 I had a growth trajectory in media. Uh, I, I had really pulled from uh, pulled my time. I'd come up through the ranks. Um, and by the time I was, I, I could clock my 17th or 18th year, I mean, it was now time to choose uh, which path of management I wanted to follow. And I just realized that being a working mom meant um, it would have really compromised the amount of time I could have spent with my children. So I made a call and said I, I would rather go on my own own and 
immediately this this gap in the market was so obviously clear to me. I mean, any good marketer will tell you where passion meets purpose, that's where you find your your happiness, your center. And what led me to that was starting my own business, acting as a consultant actually to big brands, teaching them about the power of this black female consumer, how her disposable income was rising, how she was just determining the category, you know, for for, for so many brands and how powerful this woman was. And I, I got I got roped into launching a salon down in the city center and they went bust quite quickly. And before I knew it, I had the opportunity to buy the, uh, the, the hair care off them. Very smart brands brought in by a very smart man, um, which was quality Afro hair care. It's nothing. Seven years ago, there was nothing like it in South Africa. And I thought to myself, why don't we have this on our shelves? Why is this so uh, uh, prolific, this product choice, so prolific for, for black women when it comes to their hair? But in South Africa, we were limited to black like me. Um, and no offense, Herman Mishaba, but, you know, we needed more than that. So the gap for me was was, was glaring, and I, I immediately started selling these really high-end brands. Which so so th- these are the ones that you bought? These are the ones that yes. I bought okay. and, and, and decided very quickly to build this website and, um, and test the market. I wanted to see how quickly an upwardly mobile, urban, LSM black female would respond to really quality hair care, and the response was phenomenal. And that's when I realized I had to stop my media work and I had to give this thing a real push. And I mean, the, the thing with entrepreneurs is, is where passion meets purpose is what really gets us going. So I, I, I took a lot of pain in the beginning because I was selling these international brands and then I got it in my head that I could formulate them myself here without importing them and actually making the American brands wealthier for me building their market for free. And I... I took the jump. I invested a certain amount of our money into starting up a brand that I could make from scratch. Um, I basically learned consumer insights at the Sowetan. You know, I learned how to read consumers. And um, I took all of that skill that, that that media had kind of trained in me and I applied it to beauty. And... I'd say the first four years were my hardest, Jenny. It was it, it was a struggle to learn um, learn the new category, and you're always in a David and Goliath situation. You know, <laughs> the retailers, the bigger brands, the category leaders like Procter and Gamble, Unilever, L'Oreal, and then there's you. Mm. You know, and that's an incredibly daunting feeling. Mm. And you're laying awake at night thinking, "Oh my God, I have just funded this latest tranche into clicks, and now what?" So the first four years were very, very difficult. I mean, I learned every hard lesson, baptisms of fire. <laughs> well, uh, and we, I want to talk about the products that you've, you've actually brought with you. We're going to take a short break. Back with you in just a minute. Saturdays with Jenny. We are talking hair right here. And I'm chatting to Taryn Gill, who is businesswoman and an entrepreneur. If you do want to give us a call, if you've got some questions, I hope we're going to resolve them anyway. Uh, the telephone number for the studio, 86 And let's go back to Taryn Gill. So, so I mean, I'm just looking at all of these, these products. Did you know what you wanted to to, to make. I mean, I'm looking at mango and marula. What, what is that? Delicious leave in. <laughs> well, what, what tended to happen was as we grew and expanded, we knew that the original signature range that I had made as a complete novice um, 
any entrepreneur who's going to make it will realize that you need people in your business who are cleverer than you in their fields. So I found an amazing biochemist. I found a superb uh, packing specialist. And I, 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 would, I would go to Cape Town every month to Krotoskir Hospital. And I'd sit with the, with the master's graduates there who were now dermatologists and trained trichologists. Oh. Where trichology is the study of hair. Mm. And I would sit and I'd read their papers and I'd nag them constantly. I mean, I think they'd see me walking into the laboratory and go, oh, God, she's here to nag us again. But I just needed to learn. I needed to learn what hair types would work with what products, what was considered efficacy. Um, I wanted to be sure that when I built my own range, it did what it said it was going to do. So we went through rigorous, uh, 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 you know, manufacturing standards and, and having salon trials done by actual doctors and trichologists to test my products because that was very important yeah. to me. So it took a, for 14 years of my life. I just studied, tested, formulated, and I took a signature line of about 15 products to market. was very lucky that we could expand into um, sorbet salons with Candice from Candy & Co. Um, we expanded into Edgar's, which back then seemed like a good move at the time and gave us great store visibility. And finally, you know, you, you reach the creme de la creme, which is pharma retail. In South Africa, Clix is and, and Discam as the pharma retailers are, are fantastic opportunities to sell in volume. So, so that was kind of my, my, my baptism of fire was taking my first range to market. And then you realize, okay, you need to start subcategorizing. You need to start looking at this consumer. What can she afford in that, in her journey? What can another consumer afford in her journey? My head is different to your hair is different to your hair. So the different hair types. So we started expanding, um, how our products were, were made and packaged to, basically attract a wider audience because we realize this is a volumes game and I can't speak to 2% of the market. Mm. I have to speak to mm. a much bigger crowd. So as you can see, we've over the years just developed different products for different markets, for different cold textures. And as we say in the perfect year, everybody's welcome. There's something for everyone in our stable. Well, I mean, you've brought stuff in that would work for my hair. Yes, that product is called Super Cool and that is my, um, that is my salon strategy. My, my, my biggest portion of my business sits with a wonderful partner that I've, funny, the, 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 the woman who was here before, the writer, she was saying how her her trajectory was, was just like accentuated the minute she got a distributor. And that's exactly what I found. I found the, the right partner in Sunpack. They are beauty distributors and specialists in it. So my biggest channel is clicks and Diskim soon uh, on, on, on a two or three signature lines that we've developed. And they're selling well. We're in 400 click stores right wow. now. <laughs> so, you know, you kind of go from selling your books out your boot. I was selling these on a little website, you know, um, with, a, with a low turnover, of course, because uh, online sales in South Africa tend to be a small portion of your income. Um, and, yeah, you finally have the clout of being able to reach a girl in Coxted or Citrusdal or, um, you know, a, a, a little suburb outside of Cape Town and you've got the right partners. So we were very... Um, we were very realistic about needing to diversify and needing the right partner to do it. So what is, I mean, I'll take a photograph of the stuff you've, you've brought in, but 
<clears throat> but this one is different because it's in a sort of a soft package. Yes. And, um, and it's called Soft Sister Afro Styling Gel for stronghold and styling all shapes and sizes. And it's got coconuts on it. What, 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 is, this, what is this for? I mean, is it a well, different section of the market? Yes, absolutely. I mean, I'm a firm believer. You know, I cut my teeth at the Sowetan for many years. I'm a firm believer in township economics. And, and to me, being able to trade as a brand within township economics, you've got to understand your market or you will die very, very quickly. So there, uh, that's a kind of strategy I'm working on for 2021, 2022, where we can physically take 19 rand sachets to your local Spazza store. You don't have to necessarily be in Santon City to see my product. So again, just diversifying and being able to talk to a wider audience. Because right now, we've got a beautiful, beautiful foothold into pharma retail with clicks on our mango and marula range, on our grow on the go range. We even do hairline repair serums through clicks because uh, black females tend to do a lot of styles at once. It's a wig, it's a braid, it's a weave, maybe it's a dreadlock, um, and that can be really detrimental to your scalp health. So we very, very much understand that on her journey, as she's trying different styles, she also needs to do quite a bit of repair. And those products sell brilliantly in clicks. Oh, do they? Well, yeah. I mean, I, uh, from the way Absolutely. you describe it, you would. and Because yeah. so, so, sometimes you can get that receding hairline. Totally, totally. And that's a very real part of it. I mean, in, in South Africa, we always laugh when the girls uh, do a tap, tap, tap. But it's, it's really your scalp asking for moisture. So that's why I think we've had really great luck with what we call the type 3 girls who have big... Uh, curls like this, the type 4 girls who have a tighter coil um, even the type 2 girls I would categorize you as a type 2 girl you know you've got a natural wave in there and you would probably be using an iron or a blow wave mm. to sleek it out in the mornings so we've got something for everyone in all of our ranges, I mean our, our logo on our ambassador family is everybody's welcome so it really is an all inclusive African textured way of looking at hair you know, but at the, the the bottom line of all of this is is that it's healthy because I think exactly. some of the products that are used, I'm I'm told, mm. are really bad for you. I mean, totally. we're not mentioning any names, but some stuff is really really bad. And I think that's where we've had the opportunity to really. Um, exploit the niche in the market where the bigger brands were slower to move because they don't have their, their, their ear to the ground. You know, whereas when you're an entrepreneur with a small business, you're talking to your shopper daily and she's actually saying to you, I don't want to chemically relax my hair anymore. I want to try a natural alternative. I'm willing to shake it up with a braid or a pretty wig or weave, but I want to make sure that my natural hair underneath is being nourished and I don't want petroleum on my hair and I don't want silicone on my hair. Wellness is here to stay. It's how you eat, it's how you live, it's how you exercise. And what you put on your hair and skin is so crucial to how we feel about ourselves as as how we see ourselves and, and, and feel beautiful, you know. So I've always had lecturers who've said to me, you're not selling hair, you're selling self-love. Mm. You're selling the ability to wake up in the morning and say, Okay, this is the size of my hair today. I'm fluffing it up. You I'm didn't see doo-doo, did you? Leave. She had really big hair. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Big hair is everything. No, no, no. She's, and she's got it. My word. Yes. That's the thing. Is it's a psychographic. It's it's the it's the whole notion of being able to wake up in the morning and see yourself naturally and want to treat yourself with natural natural aids, natural products. To be able to love yourself like that, that's a revolution. That's a movement.
that is a whole different way of seeing yourself and feeling about yourself. You know, whereas before you'd be straightening your child's hair to go to school because they had to be perceived as neat. Mm. That's why you have Pretoria Girls High sitting in, in, in absolute, you know, waves of violence because these girls are angry at being told to neaten up. That's the way your hair grows out of your scalp. Love it, work with it, treat it naturally and feel good about yourself. And that's where we come in. And that's why I, I really don't see myself leaving the category anytime soon. Well, I can see that there's room for growth. I mean, I really can. <laughs> so so just from the, the short conversation that we've had, quite obviously that there is room for growth. And, totally. and toddler's hair and, you know, all sorts of uh, yes, things like that's that. that's very real. I'm sure, yes, it, I'm sure yes, it is very, very real very as well. Taryn, I just, I just think this is fantastic. So all of the stuff that you show me, the mango and marula, the luscious the Grow on the go. Those are all Clicks brands, which we're so happy with because I'm probably one of the few products in the market that's getting week on week growth. And considering the economy, considering the state of the pandemic, just pushing us out of comfort zones and into our homes and, and, and disrupting our shopping patterns. We are so grateful that our consumers are standing steady with us on, on the on the clicks lines. And then, of course, you know, the salon lines are just as important. My township strategy is important. Soft sister. <laughs> I, I think it's Soft stunning. And it's inexpensive. Totally. And so, so you, yeah. can, you can get it at a spouse shop. So, yes. so what's the problem? What's the problem? Yeah. Yes. I've got to get to her. You know, distribution and channel to markets, everything. I've got to get to you. And that's my job. My job is to know what you need and to get it to you. And hopefully I do that in such a good way that you keep buying me. That's essentially the relationship. Well, listen, I mean, I'm so impressed. I really and truly am so impressed. It's not newspapers, but I'm so happy. (laughs) No, 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 I can see you're so happy. And I mean, you know, you're looking so good and... Uh, it's a fantastic idea and you stayed in. I mean, it's the long haul. Yes, and, I'm in my um, sixth year of trading. Thank yeah, heavens. Yeah, I do remember the journey. Yes. I do remember yes. the journey. Well, listen, uh, if people wanted to get hold of you, how would they do it? Do you have a website? Yes, theperfecthair.co.za. And, of course, they can follow us on all the channels, on Instagram, The Perfect Hair Official, on Facebook, The Perfect Hair. Um, and, and absolutely, I am Curls by Taryn, so people can follow me if they want to see the progress of the business i have a lot of young girls asking for mentorship which i do um it's informal mentorship so i'm helping you on the fly um, but i do a lot of that as well and i do a lot of uh, talks where needed um i, I think you know uh, black female entrepreneurship in this country is not easy you often get slapped on a poster and everybody celebrates it and says wow amazing amazing but nobody tells you that you're going to lay awake at night worrying about your cash flow your packaging is not always perfect you work forever to to fix your formulas and your channels have got to be absolutely immaculate and that you need partnerships to do all of that. Well, you, you definitely do. Yes. Just go over it again. Taryn? Curls by Taryn. Curls by Taryn. Yes. Okay. And the perfect hair official if you're an Instagram bunny. And of course, <laughs> theperfecthair.coza gives you a glimpse into everything that we've achieved over the last uh, six years, which, yeah, it's, it's, been a, it's been a lot, but we're very grateful.
Listen, I think it sounds absolutely fantastic. And I really do hope that some some of our listeners who are into everything yes. um, make contact with you. I'm really interested in, in stuff for little children because because I think it's an issue. So, it really, really is. Mm. And little girls are taught from such an early age to be afraid when they see their mum approaching them with a comb or a brush. They cry. It's painful. Um, and then they associate their afro with pain. So immediately you have this trauma in this young child. She's not viewing the afro as pretty. She's crying and going, oh, no, you know, it's, it's associated with pain. Even even in South Africa, where, where, you, where you get that dynamic of, let's say, a mixed race couple, you've got a white mum, a brown girl, big afro. Mom's never had to deal with an afro before. Those are very real shoppers of mine. And it's all about education. It's all about saying to everybody, this is how you deal with this texture of hair whether it's a curly or coily or wavy so we teach we teach for half of our day so just remember the perfecthair.co.za and also curls by taron is that also .co.za no that's my instagram that's your instagram okay so instagram everybody loves instagram my word um, yes. <laughs> <laughs> Taryn, thank you so much for coming in. I have loved this and we could go on talking, I'm sure. So I, I'm just so full of admiration. Thank you very much thank indeed. Thank you for having me, Jenny. No, thank you. So Taryn Gill, don't forget Curls by Taryn. That's Instagram and theperfecthair.co.za. And, you know, drop her a line and, um, you know, maybe you've got some ideas and maybe you've got some questions. And I'm sure she'll come back to you really, really quickly. Saturdays with Jenny. Every Saturday from 9 to 11 a.m. on Kaya FM 95.9. Rewinding. Rewinding Kaya FM on FM Rewind. Visit kayafm.co.za for more.